Welcome to Byline Confidential, a podcast where we talk with journalists about their lives, their work, and their careers. I'm Greg Pratt, reporter in Chicago, and I will tell you right out. I am a man who likes to talk to a man or woman who likes to talk. This week we're talking to Gisela Orozco, the entertainment editor at OI, which is the Spanish paper here in Chicago. Gisela's had a pretty interesting journey. She came to Chicago from Mexico as a young woman. She got a job working as a typist in the classified section of a rival Spanish newspaper. And she worked her way up to editorial and hasn't looked back and has done a lot of cool stuff since. She's friends with Elijo de Santo, which is a lot cooler than anything I do on any given week. And I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you do, I hope you consider subscribing on iTunes for the high price of nada. But for now, enjoy the talk. You know that I speak English with Mexican accent. I do know that you speak English with a Mexican I'm accent. I'm not going to miss it. <laughs> You're not going to miss the... No, I don't think so. I'm too old. Yeah, well, it's a good Mexican accent. Well, it's different Mexican accent. It's different Mexicans in Chicago. Well, so I'm here with Gisela, who speaks with a Mexican accent. Of because course. <laughs> she is Mexican. Duh. And you you write for uh, Oi. Mm-hmm. And you are the master of cheese, right? No, I'm not. I'm just an uh, entertainment editor. It's not the same. I really don't uh, label my, my work or my, my duty as chisme because, in my opinion, entertainment is more than chisme and circus. Well, there's nothing wrong with chisme. I'm not saying... No, 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 but, you know, especially uh, maybe I'm a little naive, maybe I'm a little different, I don't know, but I consider that we can make a change in the way the entertainment has been uh, do or has been covered in the in the Latino community. You don't have to be a bombshell. You don't have to be always gossip about uh, people. It's like you can have a conversation instead of just just pointing people or uh, talk about people. You talk with people. Sure. I don't like to talk behind someone, even the with the with the famous people. I think that you make it famous because you wanted to make it or, or put attention to them but you I prefer to talk to him to talk to people about what they are more than just like uh, famous people just people yeah well that's one of the things you do a lot of right is you do a lot of interviews with people and <laughs> all of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you get to talk to um, you do get to talk to famous people Yes, but almost all the time that conversation is controlled or uh, you have just certain time. I would love to have like an open conversation. I have a, a, a few of them that you just can chat with that famous uh, character and not only like, oh, you have 20 minutes. Oh, you have 50 minutes, and the PR is there, or even in the phone. Uh, almost of the almost all of the interviews are phoners, and it's not the same when you know that someone else is in the in the conversation. It's like in the in the old days when you are talking with your friends in the phone and your mom of 
Their mom, it's in the other line, it's like, you don't feel comfortable. It's like, oh, you cannot, you cannot ask him, you cannot ask them about personal issues. Well, when they say that, uh, the PRs are like, I'm not doing that. I don't care about personal issues if we can talk about what they create. So I don't know. It's a, maybe, as I say, maybe it's a naive way to 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 do my my work to perceive my 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 job. Well, so how long have you been writing about entertainment? Uh, now, uh, almost eight years. Is that what you wanted to do when you went into journalism? Not really. I started uh, in Mexico in nineteen ninety. Nine, nineteen eight, and I start covering uh, covering local news in León, Guanajuato, in a in a newspaper, in a daily newspaper called AM or AM. Uh, no, I started with in, in local. I just you know I just love conversations. It doesn't have to be in entertainment. I started in local, and then I remember I had to do like the like the social or how you how you call that in English like when you have to go to parties of other people and write about the society the society and that one I have to do it because I was like a um, like an intern in that newspaper for for two years and that one was the only one that I hated I cannot do sports for sure <laughs> uh, for sure I don't know nothing about sports uh, <laughs> But that one, and I, I, I remember when I had to do the society uh, section. I was like, "Can you just move me? I maybe you can take me to I don't know, local or other thing, but not that one. I found it really, really unnecessary. But especially in Mexico, I remember that people pay for being on that page. Good morning." For the newspapers to in, you? in Mexico, not not to me because you know it's it's the same as here. You don't get that money. It's it's not it's it's against the ethic. But for the newspaper, and I didn't understand why people did that. But I think it's about the status and show and tell. Well, what's a society page like in Guanajuato? Like, what what are they writing about? About weddings, weddings, quinceañeras, baby showers. Uh, even graduations or oh god it was that for me that it was a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> to be honest I in in Guanajuato in León I really really loved the business section and I was there for for a couple of months I had an amazing editor one that I still remember as one of my my teachers in this in this career but what I love about that section is that we can, um, in Leon, Guanajuato, they have this shoe industry that's uh, recognized worldwide. So you have the opportunity to, to meet people from Germany, from Spain. Uh, and it's a different, it's like I have an idea of globalization and trying to understand more about the community. And I don't know that section for me was like my my the the key of my work in Mexico, and then I moved here and I started uh, working in La Raza. Well, so what was um? So d is Guanajuato where you're from? 
Yes, I'm from Guanajuato. So it's like, you know, you were working at your hometown paper or something? Not really. I'm from Yuriria, Guanajuato, and the newspaper and was in Leon, Guanajuato. I went to college, the university there for, so I lived there for f- almost six years, during my college years. So, no, 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 my town, my city is a very small town. They, I, I'm pretty sure that they have a newspaper now and radio stations. Because now everybody has radio stations and sure. everybody can be a writer and everybody can be a reporter in social media <laughs> in a certain way. But no, they have the gossip. They have Mercado. They still have the, you know, the key uh, messengers in the town coming sure. from a small city or small town. It's really um, a learning process. <laughs> Was that, did you study journalism in college? Yes. Uh, well, not journalism. I studied uh, communication. They call it like arts and communications. But my, I specialized the last the last year. I took more in the media to uh, to work in media, and I started working in the newspaper when I was in in the third year of the of the career, which really was the the real education. More than more than the university I think that for me that's my real education being out not only I remember when I go to the classroom and they start talking about journalism and I was like we don't do it like that in real world and the most funny thing is that sometimes the teachers not even have experience in not all of them but some of them not even work in newspapers so it's like how you can teach me about something that you don't even been working on so how it's because you're reading a book now journalism is on the streets not on the not in the book not in the not in the classroom even for me so they must have loved you (laughs) no actually no they I remember a couple of teachers that they cannot they can understand like oh my god this lady but I'm 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 not one of those that go for confrontation. I was concentrating on my own work, my own life. As always, I don't, I don't, I, I blend in the classroom as I play in society, but I, I keep my path. <laughs> when you were, um, what, what um, inspired you to pursue it? Like, did you, did you have family in newspapers? Did you see somebody on TV or something? No, no, no. Actually, um, I'm. I have two brothers. I'm the only one in the family that go, that went to, to college. So in my mom's side, I'm the second one after one of my uh, aunts. In my dad's side, I'm not pretty sure because I don't have a close relation to with, with his family. So I, I remember that I first I wanted to study psychology. And I remember that everybody in the family starts, oh my God, why are you gonna study psychology? You're gonna, you are not gonna make it. And I was, well, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start communication. Say, so, well, there you go, it's almost the same. How are you gonna make it? You're gonna start working in the newspaper. Uh, everybody, I remember when I bought my first camera, uh, photo camera, everybody said, oh, you look like this character from a Mexican program. Call it burbujas, and the character was Mafalda, Mafafa Mosquito. So they was like making fun of me in the family. That like, oh, you're gonna finish, you're gonna, you're gonna look like Mafafa, and I'm like, no, not really. And uh, does Mafafa look funny? 
Yes. Yes, you can look for her <laughs> on the web. Uh, I don't know. It, it was just like a natural um, selection for me to to be uh, to study this. So like, I make all the tests, career tests. Um, I was like, I'm pretty bad with math. I don't like math. I like trigonometry, but I don't like math. Welcome to the club. Yes, I know. <laughs> so I say, well, I'm going to study this. But in in Mexico, especially, this is a career that people call MMC, but translates in Spanish, mientras me caso. One thing that you just go to university to study, and even in, in my generation, I'm talking about 1996, 2000, the years that I went to college. And everybody was like, oh, that's something that you study. Yes, you just come to university to maybe meet your future husband or just because you don't have nothing to do. And I was like, no, I really want to work in this field. I'm going to make it. Yeah, in English that means until, until you I get, get married. married yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not the case. I'm not married yet, so for sure I'm not, I didn't make this an MMC career. Um, no, I just like it and I really need I, I, I don't think that I need to prove something to someone I was like I want to be independent so I'm going to make it my own and that's my decision and I want to move to Chicago when I say I'm going to move to Chicago I was like why do you want to move why do you want to work you're going to start working as all the immigrants in a kitchen or cleaning houses say whatever it takes but I'm living uh so I made the decision and I moved here in 2002. Well, that was my next question. Hmm. That was funny how that works, isn't it? Where it's like... <laughs> it's like magic. But so uh, you came to Chicago and you came here wanting to work as a newspaper person? Or? I came with all my... Not thinking in that. Trying to pursue that, that but not closing the doors to other possibilities because... It's not that easy. Sure, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? Yeah, I, I was like, well, my grandpa, my my grandpa, worked in the fields in California. Uh, also, uh, his brother. So I say, well, and, and my family has a history of immigration, legal immigration, in this case because of my grandpa. So I say, have a green card. Um, I'm gonna see why people has this idea and we have this idea of the the American dream here and when people from from my town go went back in the like in December for the fiestas for Christmas or New Year they have dollars they have this amazing truck and they go in the plaza around with the truck and all their girls are trying to catch them and being with them and I was like I'm intrigued about how they live, and I, I went to California a couple, um, I went to California in the 90, 90, 99 for vacations, and I worked in a, in a factory just to see and to try to have my own money. For me, it was more about independence, the career, and also moving to the United States. I wanted to be independent from my family and have my own, as I say, my own path. I don't know, it's like always my my goal sure. to be more independent to, to do what I want to do to don't have uh, not restrictions but um, just I think that that's my always my 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 intention to be independent 
It's not about the money. It's not about the 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 way of living. It's just for me. I cannot be uh, under the control of someone else. Even if you work in, in a company or you're working with with you have a boss. For me, it's being independent. Whatever it takes. Were you at so you, you were at a factory for a little bit just yes. to see what it was like? I have to have money. Not only because it was an experiment, like now that people do that. My mom, they, they give me the money for my ticket, the one way. Sure. And that's it. Say, well, you're going to have this experience? Okay, you can go. But you need to work if you want to come back. And you need to come back because you have to finish college. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So uh, I went to the temporary agencies to start working. And I remember I have to work from 6 a.m., to 6 p.m. Three days per week or four days per week to make the 40, 40 hours. And it was like a, a medical factory. And I remember the first day, it was killing me. My feet, my feet were killing me. I was so tired. But I was so proud of myself because I I was making my money. It doesn't matter if I, how I spend it. I was like, I have to do this. Even if I already work in the newspaper or in other, in other things, I was like, I have to make it if I want to go back to Mexico or, or maybe I can stay but I cannot lose what I already did in Mexico and I have to finish my education there so yeah in a certain way I have to it was an experience but also a necessity sure <laughs> no uh, option there did you go back and finish yes and then you came to Chicago I finished and I remember one day I I, I, I went on 90 the 99 and 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 2008, and then I got to in the summertime of 2000 before finishing. I still don't remember exactly the dates, but wasn't those years. And I remember I called my mom and said, "Well, I'm gonna stay here." But but my mom is kind of strong figure. Say no, <laughs> no, we spend that much money because you it, you have to pay us in Mexico to uh, to go to college. I say, well, I need to go back and finish. So I finish, and then when I finish, when I graduate, I say, well, I'm leaving for one year, and I can come back and just do my my work for half the degree. I have to present that thesis work. So I remember I, I said, Mama, no, I'm gonna. I just I just uh, give my my notice. I'm leaving my work, and I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Canada with some friends for one year. And she said, no, you have to finish. I don't care, but you have to finish. And after you finish, you can do whatever you want. So I spent one more year trying to make the, the work, the thesis work, to have my degree. It took me like nine months plus certain, like two more months to have all the process, all the paperwork done. So it was until 2002, March March 1st, 2002, when I arrived to Chicago. And it just took me like one month to start working on a newspaper, not in, not in uh, editorial, on classified, in the classified department. That's how you got started La at La Raza? In La Raza. How'd that happen? Well, they, I think that they, uh, they have the position open, no one to make it, and they, they hired me. They were desperate because I don't know what happened with the classified lady that time. And she was like, can you come? I say, well, but I didn't apply for classified. Well, but I need you. Can you come? I say, well, I don't have work. I just came from Mexico, so why not? 
and that's how it started. But I remember when I started working on, on La Raza, and I applied for editorial, I said, well, we don't like your style. That's what they said? Yes, and I was like, that's okay. It's good for me. I don't care. But I remember that was... Uh, so I started on April 1st, I remember. One month, one month after I came. So Maria Felix, the, one of the biggest Mexican stars on uh, the cinema, died on April 8th. And my work uh, for my for, to get my degree was about her in the Mexican cinema. So I remember I went to the editor and I said, uh, to La Rosa's editor at the time, say, well, I have this piece that maybe you can use. And just read it. If you like it, you can publish and you don't even have to pay me. I was like, I have to do something in order to get to, I have to do the first step, maybe for free. And it happened. They published the story. So after that... Like an obituary type of thing? No, it was like a more, uh, like a, an article about her, about her career, about uh, the figure, about the, the, the uh, her appealing in the Mexican cinema and why was her so much, so important to Mexican culture and Mexican cinema. So that happened. Uh, and they started me like, oh, can you cover this concert? I said, sure, why not? Can you do this? Sure, why not? So that's how I started at a year after that, in more than a year. Uh, in 2003, I started on the editorial because people from La Raza were living to OI when OI opened that year. So that's why I, it was like a, I don't know, it was more like a, like a, something already planned in a certain way because it has more like a, casualties than sure. opportunities. I don't know. It was was like one step after another. That's one of those hard, um, good luck and lucky breaks. Good luck and kind hard of. work type of things, right? Kind of. Like you were in the right place and but yes. you were doing stuff. And I was doing more entertainment, but in 2005, that was two years after they hired me, I, I got pregnant. So I was like, I'm not going to be able to cover uh, concerts because I'm pregnant. So can um, can I go back to local news and say, yes. I wasn't in entertainment. I was just like doing things for the for the editor at the time, and I was 20, 25 at the time. So that's the, the time of your level. You wanna go out and you wanna go to concerts, and especially if you don't have the opportunity in Mexico to go to certain concerts. So I say, why not? Like, were you going crazy because you were not in a strict really. place and then no. you were independent? No, no, no. I'm pretty self-controlled, so I'm not like. Uh, I already have my crazy times in Mexico, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to have that. Uh, especially in Mexico, you go out of the streets and, and have fun since you were like since you are like 15. So you already, when you come here and you realize all these kids are crazy in the 20s, you're like, I already did that. I don't need to do this anymore. Sure. So come back. What what did you do for classifieds? Like what was the typing? Just typing? Just typing all the contracts. Like, se solicita this, and you just put the, the classify ad in the system before it goes to, to print. Really basic. Were you hopeful that, you know, if yes. you work, then stick yes. around? Yeah, at a certain time, I was, like, kind of frustrated, and I was like, well, maybe I need to move from, from a work that requires only to speak Spanish. And sometimes I regret 
maybe I should move to, uh, especially when I start talking in English, I'm like, oh my God, I should get speak better if I'm just in a English environment instead of with the with the sure. Spanish. But it's one thing or another. I cannot uh, say that it hasn't has been bad. No, has been an amazing opportunity and experience, especially when you just came from Mexico and, and a month after that you have a, a job. Something that a lot of people, a lot of immigrants, a lot of professionals in Mexico, and that when they immigrate, they don't have that opportunity. So it's like, as I say, maybe it's sometimes lucky, but it's also work and responsibility. Maybe I'm too, uh, I'm, I don't know, I, uh, I go straight to the point. I don't do the, like, I don't fool around. I What I want, I try to have it, but I'm not going to be frustrated or make it. You need, and I, again, to find another path. Were you, so you go from entertainment, from concerts and such to local news because mm-hmm. you're having a baby? Yes. And how long did that last? Mm, that was 2005. I still stayed there for four years, but in 2007, uh, that was two years actually, 2007 in La Raza, uh, I ha- they named, I have to be the entertainment They gave me that position because they, uh, Something happened with the uh, editor at the time, so I was the only one there <laughs> that can make the job. I say, well, what do you say? No. I say, well, uh, I can make it. So that's how I started entertainment. One thing take, took me to another, and after two years, I have this position at Oi. It was almost the same. How do you? Were you ready to be an entertainment editor or to be an editor? I think that you're never ready. If I start thinking, uh, and even now, I'm still learning. It's like you have, you cannot think that you make it already because you are the entertainment editor. You have this title in your, in your uh, resume. It's an, it's like life. It's an everyday process. You are learning. Sometimes you fail. Sometimes you nail it. It's always learning. I will never think that I'm ready for something. Uh, it's, it's changing all day, every day. It's like you have to learn new, new things. You have to listen new music. You have to see movies in a different way. Even if you, as I, I really love like Mexican, uh, all movies, but I need to learn more about other kind of movies and other music and some things resonates more with my my personality or my uh, what the things that I enjoy but you just have to to taste everything in, in entertainment but not thinking all the time that you are the only one who knows something about this and you can be a critic I am not a critic I cannot be a critic like especially I, I don't think that uh, I can suit that part I'm more like a I'm just a a person who loves to talk and loves to uh, to meet people and have new experience and talk about how we can create things together. But now the judging part, like, oh, this is wrong because I think, and I don't like this. No. Because you don't know the story behind certain things. So, so you're curious. You're, you're a big thing, and this kind of goes back to what we were talking mm-hmm. about at the beginning, is how things happen, how things get made. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like what goes into art? How is the art? What's what's the point of the art? And it's also having. Uh, it's about building relationships. For example, um, a couple of days ago, uh, an amazing PR person that I worked since I was in La Raza, he died. Actually, Tribune had a obituary of him. I saw that. So, what was his name? Eric Etterly from the Silverman Group. And you are like, yes, he was just a connection, but then, not all the time, you build a relationship, a professional relationship that you really care, that you know that uh, it's not because of he's going to, um, or you're going to help him. It's the their relationship that you really appreciate. And as for me, my career... Uh, in general, it's having the opportunity to know other people, other places that I cannot go by myself. I need those. It's like building bridges, going different, different uh, paths, different worlds. Maybe since, maybe from your, from your bridge, from your path, but how you can connect. I don't, know, I don't know. Maybe because it's it, it just it just happened, but it really. Uh, it really got to me like we're just humans trying to have a connection in a different maybe in different areas different careers but at the same we're the same sure well that's a that's a good thought I remember a long time ago because I briefly interned at OI mm-hmm. that uh, I was complaining about some PR some government PR mm-hmm. person and you were like you should be nice to PR people there their relationship, your passage. Which I was nice to him. I was complaining in the red, <laughs> but um, but no, it's a, it's a good point, right? That, that well, sometimes you cannot be nice. Sure. sure. But it's like a it's like a game. It's always like a game. <laughs> it's a relationship. It's gonna, sometimes it's not not as easy as as. Uh, can or we can talk and we're talking and maybe it sounds easy but no it's it's like a romance it's like a tango it's like a dance you always need two people sure PR or in this case in our case we need three people uh, the PRs we and the readers sure it sounds easy but at the, at the same time it's complicated <laughs> no I, I use the dance thing you know like like you know, you need people to Even dance Even if you're with you, right? a bad dancer. I'm a really bad dancer, to be honest. <laughs> but that's a game that I... Not a game, a dance that I like to perform. Do you... So you have been in journalism, what, 12 years now or something? Oh, my God. Let me count. Seven in La Raza, almost six here. That makes 13. And two in Mexico, that makes 15. So I have my quinceañera this year. Wow. Maybe no, I don't write... think so. I don't going to have like, the, I'm not going to La Villita and buy this ridiculous dress. No, no, no. Maybe they'll write about it in the society page of Guanajuato. Not really. No, 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 no. I'll never do that. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> do you have like favorite stuff from your time in journalism? Like what? Like certain interviews, certain... Uh, well, like, like, what if you st- stop and think about, oh, my career, you know, like, like, what are the highlights for you? 
Well, my highlights. I. It's meeting El Santo, isn't it? Oh, meeting El Santo was, and being friend with El Santo in a certain way. He's such a, such a character. Meeting El Santo. Uh, have the opportunity to interview now, now five times, three in person. Uh, Enrique Bumburi, Spanish singer. I, I'm so I'm such a fan. I respect his his art, his music. Um, yeah, the, actually, that one was one of the of the interviews that I really uh, enjoyed because it was in a kind of a, in a restaurant, uh, just talking and drinking water. Water. And that one, I don't know. It's sometimes it changed with the with the years. Maybe two year in, in two years, I'm gonna say it's something different. And for me now, it's like more to how to handle being a single mother and having a career. It's it's kind of complicated sometimes, but you cannot sacrifice your your career. In order to be a mom, you just need to combine that. As I say, maybe in two years I'm going to say, oh, it's, I don't know, this interview, this one. But now, that I, in my mind, that I can remember, yes, El Santo, Enrique Bumburi, and a couple of things that I cannot recall right now. Because, honestly, uh, I don't live in the past. I don't like to live with memories. It's on the past. I already moved. I enjoy it. But now it's the next, the next thing to do. Yeah, so so you got a kid, right? Yes. It's like eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. It must be hard being an entertainment person. Yes. Because a lot of what you do is probably yes. Late, right? Uh, you know, when you are the the editor, you need to manage what, especially in OI, you have to manage the the time, the energy, the effort that you're gonna make in one piece. You cannot go and run and try to cover uh, everything, especially when you have to be here in the office as an editor in the morning. And then you go uh, in the afternoon or night as a reporter. So you need to make your, I, I make my own pictures, which one I want, which one I want to cover. So um, sometimes I'm like, oh, I should have gone to this one. Or, oh, I wish I have more time. But just to manage or try to control what you can do and what you cannot do, what's human possible and what's not something that you can uh, accomplish. Does the... Uh... Does the kid understand? Sometimes, sometimes don't. Sometimes. It's like, why are you not here with me all the time? I miss you. <laughs> but you need to talk and explain what's going on. And I say, well, you know, your mom is a, it's an editor. She's a reporter. She has to go to uh, to concerts or go to to certain things to to work at night. And he's like, okay, okay. But I try not to be. It's not like a. Like a rule, it's like trying to be more like an exception. If it's one, one or twice per week, but not that much. You have to keep it in your hours. So, what's affordable? What's what's possible and what's not possible? Have you? Um, I think when when I was working here, Jenny Rivera died. The mm-hmm. plane crashed, right? Yes. That was like a crazy week, wasn't it? Yes, it was a crazy day. As I say, even. For the even if this career makes you kind of a really sarcastic person, sometimes you're still a person. You still feel like the pain. You try to have a little, a little of empathy with the loss, with the tragedy, not only with the news. And it's hard sometimes. 
here is different in entertainment is different I remember for example in Mexico that I have to really cover hard things like one one thing that I really remember was really hard when some kids in Mexico died was like four four brothers in a in a fire in the house because the mom had to go to work and she just closed the, the door she locked it and they were playing with with matches yes so imagine that and you have to go to the to the to the service with all the suffering with all the grind that that that's hard and I don't uh, I remember that I couldn't sleep for a couple of days I was like this is so hard even if you have experienced uh, a loss or a tragic loss in your in your life it's hard to manage that hard it's hard to ask the questions that you have to ask but you have to do it in a very polite and human way not just to have the article or have the note or trying to find uh, trying to get more page views it's about the connection so I don't know maybe I'm as I say maybe I'm too naive <laughs> but I like to see it like that it's not it's not it's not a, it's not just a business it's uh, a way to live and, and uh, a gift in a certain way that you have you have a, a responsibility but you also have to deal with both sides of the of the coin of the career well in this conversation you didn't come off sarcastic <laughs> so I'm being less sarcastic this year it's uh, and last year I'm more I'm more I'm less sarcastic it's good not to be sarcastic Sometimes. Yes, I know, but right now I'm not. Maybe it's too much yoga in my system. <laughs> <laughs> well, if people want to follow you, what's your, like, your Twitter or whatever? Gisela Orozco. So. Should I say Gisela? How do uh, you say in English? Gisela Orozco? It'll be written in the episode, so people will get it. But You never know. But it's Gisela. It's Gisela. I very much appreciate you taking some time to chat with me. And I really appreciate your patience with my Mexican accent. Well, it's all good. (laughs) Thank you.